Listening to the Loving Liberty Network. We are so happy to have you join us. This is the Liberty Mom Show. Liberty Moms are the original secretaries of defense. We are the real defenders of the home front. We are there when it comes to defending our families and our communities. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have two amazing Liberty Moms with us today. We're going to start with Tina Horlocker. Tina is a great Liberty Mom. Just 10 children. And I have to say, Every one of her children are amazing. I would adopt or take every, any of them, all of them, every one of them. They're all just incredible. What, um, and Tina is the chair of a conference that is coming, coming up in October called the We Can Act Conference. Tina, welcome. We're so happy to have you with us. Thank you, Delaine. I'm very happy to be with you today. And maybe I, I should know. invite you to my home sometime so you can make sure you want to adopt on the <laughs> I know your kids. Come on. <laughs> I have six of my own kids. They're never perfect. That's okay. That's we take them as a as a you know total total package. So Tina, I'm really excited about this conference that is coming up. It's going to be October 22nd and 23rd. That's right. Friday and That's Saturday in October. Right. Okay, great. And tell us about this conference. Why are you putting this conference on? Well, Delaine, it's been kind of a long thing in the makings, but really it came out of both COVID and the election. And when I found myself in Washington, D.C. with you on January 6th, and we saw, first of all, we felt the patriotism of that day, which was amazing. I've never felt patriotism that thick. But then to also feel to see what happened as the day transpired and, and to see what came out of it and what now what they're using it for. I just decided, and with censorship, I wanted to do something. I wanted to make people aware of what was going on because I just, I'm shocked at how many people are unaware as the censorship that's going on, who are yeah. still walking around with masks on their face, who are going and taking shots that they don't understand the potential side effects there and and the election if we don't fix the election oh my we're in for a, a whole mess of things we, to come in the future we lose our entire country if we don't fix our election system we lose our entire country there is nothing left of us we will lose our republic so and true. and i mean being there on january 6th we can say the way the media portrayed that was nothing like how it really was it was amazing right. and it was taken over by a force like people that were there to make it something that it really was. And it was very patriotic, over a million people there and only a handful of people that were acting out, acting inappropriately. So you decide to have this conference. It's called We Can Act. It's going to be October 23rd and 20, 22nd, 22nd and 23rd. Don't yeah, miss it. Yeah. The, it's um, Friday and Saturday. And it's going to be at the Salt Palace. 
And who do you have coming? Tell us you have some amazing speakers that are going to be absolutely fantastic. Who do you have coming to speak? So the speaker lineup is absolutely amazing. I'm sorry for the background noise. I'm at an actual another, an, another conference where I'm actually marketing the event. But so we have over 40 speakers coming in from across the United States. In fact, the person you can hear in the background is one of my speakers. It's Nathan Osmond. That's so funny. Oh, anyway, he's kind of loud, but anyway so but we have 40 speakers coming in from across the nation and even overseas and it is a very impressive lineup in fact when my speakers look at the lineup they're like wow that's amazing and they're all motivated to come and they just want to shed the light on the dark and just empower people to go back to their communities and take back their liberties and i we really want to combat the false narrative and also the censorship that is going on and we have 10,000 tickets to sell and we want every single one of those sold and we believe we will sell them. You know what? I really appreciate what you're saying, Tina, because if you think that things are okay, you need to come to this conference. If you're not aware of what is really happening, please come to this conference and get educated. There's, I know that I don't mean it to sound like I'm talking down to anybody when I say that, because I think everyone is educated. But you need to get informed on what is really, really happening. And this is from the true experts. This is a chance to hear from and talk to those experts that are in the trenches, that are really, really in the know and what is really happening. And they are risking their reputations. They're risking their careers and their fortunes, basically, Mm -hmm. in order to come and speak out. And what do they have to gain by doing that? nothing but freedom. And they are saying, if we don't speak out and we don't do something, we don't have our businesses. We don't have any freedom. We have to speak out if we don't do it. So, I mean, really, these speakers are just so amazing. They're great speakers. They're interesting, but they also help us to know what is really happening and what we can do about it. So do you want to name some of your uh, top speakers? Absolutely. Two days ago, two days ago, I was able to Um, book Dr. David Martin. He is the maker of the series Plandemic and also Indoctrination, where he combats the lies that are going on about COVID. So he is going to be here and he was super excited to be here. And he's not one that's going around and speaking at some of these conferences. I've got Dr. Rashid Buttar. I've got Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Simone Gold, Karen Kingston, she has worked with Pfizer. She knows these vaccines. I'm telling you, this woman knows her stuff and she is going to give you the details and the lies that are being told. They all are. Um, we have, we're also going to, going to be talking about election fraud. We have Senator Sonny Borelli from Arizona, Senator Wendy Rogers from Arizona. In fact, right at this moment, they are announcing the the results of the forensic audit that's going on in Arizona. As soon as I'm done with you, I'm getting on there and listening to what is happening. I, I, and I kind of know what's going on just because they've been communicating with me and it's just, it's anyway, it's unbelievable. So it's unbelievable. And we really need to stay on top of that. Arizona has taken the lead on this and it's, yes, they have. Important. That's right. In fact, locally, we have um, a couple of representatives who will be joining us. Um, Representative Steve Christiansen and Rep- Representative Phil Lyman, they're going to be coming and talking about the audit that is going on that they're trying to get to happen in Utah and Utah needs an audit. And uh, we're also Every going state to does. have, that's right. Um, we're going to have um, Dr. Franks 
and he will be also talking about the election audit. We're going, uh, we have Vicki O'Brien. She is going to be talking about Broken Hollywood. Um, Lee Merritt, civil rights attorney. Uh, Thomas Renz, also a, an attorney who's filed a lawsuit um, against uh, the WHO, the, the WHO, and the CDC, a class action lawsuit. We have Clay Clark, who will be our MC. Nathan Osman, who will be there. And I mean, just so many. We got C.L. Bryant, Arthur Pulowski, uh, Bishop Leon Benjamin. And believe me, we are going to just be talking about the Constitution. We're going to be talking about God. It's just going to be so powerful, so amazing. It is absolutely a symposium, that conference that you're going to want to go and experience and rub shoulders with and hear from these true, true patriots, true leaders of our country who really are in the trenches. Plus, another really important part of being there is it is so powerful and fun to rub shoulders with other like-minded people and to connect because the way the founders won this revolutionary war was because they were doing what God called them to do and they were connecting with each other. They were the Minutemen. This is a chance to come and rub shoulders with other people so we can connect and, and have each other's back and know who out, else is out there. We don't need a majority of people. We just need some strong, powerful, committed people. So That's we right. do need to come and work together and get to know each other and connect with each other. And this is right. a great opportunity to do it. Right. We need to practice our right to assemble. And in we assembly, do. not only do we synergize and create energy and momentum to take back our liberties, but we also send a very powerful message to those who, who um, hold elected positions that we are awake that we are going to do something that they are going to need to find new jobs and, and we will have people to replace them. And it's just so powerful. We need to have everybody come and send this message and gain the benefit of being there. And on top of that, I want to tell you, um, front site, one of our sponsors is giving to each ticket purchaser, a free four day handgun course free. That's a $2,000 value. So, that's just an added benefit for purchasing a ticket, a side benefit, and it also helps our cause also. So it's it's just going wow. to be amazing. That is huge. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back to find how to get tickets. Stay with us. We're so happy that you're still with us. This is the Loving Liberty Network, and we have Liberty Mom Tina Horlocker that is telling us about the We Can Act Conference coming up October 22nd and 23rd. That's a Friday and Saturday, and it is time to get your tickets. That The ticket prices are only going to go up, so hurry and get your tickets. Do you, uh, Tina, do you want to tell us where how people go about getting their tickets? Absolutely. You can go to wecanact.net and I can tell you a promo code that will help you to get a $10 discount and it is Liberty. 
You type in Liberty and that will give you $10 off your ticket price. And it's an absolute fabulous deal. I traveled to California to listen to General Flynn, who is one of our speakers. And um, I paid $500 for that ticket. So it was very well worth. It was this ticket is a great price. I'm sorry for the background noise because I'm at an event here and in the midst of all of the people. So anyway, it's wecanact.net. Type in Liberty in all caps for the promo code. And you will have fantastic. Yeah, and it's nowhere near $500. It is such a great deal. So it's a two-day conference with two meals. You get a lunch on both Friday and a lunch on Saturday. And it includes all of the speakers. So even if you can only make it to one day of the conference, it's still a ripping good price. Plus, you get the four-day uh, front sight handgun um, class, and that is phenomenal. I have been to that. Well, actually, Tina and, and I went to that together. Yes, we and did. It is so. It is fun. Which yes. it, and it's just amazing. It's such great training from great professionals, and I think it is something that every one of us needs to go to because it's one thing to carry a gun. It's very, very important to be prepared to be trained, know what you're doing, and make sure that you are very ready and prepared with um, how to handle yourself, how to handle a situation. So that is a huge bonus. And that is just an amazing gift that Front Sight is going on to support this event. So that is incredible of them. So go yes. to go to wecanact.net, get your tickets, do it right now while you're thinking about it, get it done, put in promo code, capital, all caps, Liberty, get your discount and go on, invite your friends, let your friends and neighbors, people that you think may be interested, be sure and invite them because this is a chance to really get people to know what is really happening, to get informed by the true experts, the people who really know what's happening. That's right. right. Anything else you want to say, Tina? So ticket prices already have gone up. So you don't want to delay. Also, we are about to blow this out nationally, and we believe the tickets will go really fast. So we we really want the local people in Utah to get it first. So don't put off getting your ticket. We also have some VIP tickets that are still available. They also are, are going fast. Um, and we have booths. If anybody's listening who would like a booth, we do have booths that are for profit, nonprofit, and also for candidates. So you can look that up on the website. You can find out about all of that on the website wecanact.net. So go to the website, get your ticket, look up if you're interested in a booth or know someone that might be. Um, Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you so much for all your great work. And we're really excited to attend this conference. Okay. Thank you so much. All of you there. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. Have a great day. You also. Okay. Well, now we're just going to shift right over. Everybody go right now and get your tickets. This is a great opportunity. And now we have another Liberty mom who I just also love and adore. Her name is Elaine Moore. And welcome, Elaine. We're so glad. Thank you so much for being here. Glad to be here. I actually had um, Wendy. What's Wendy's last name? All of a sudden, I can't think of it. Rogers. Wendy Rogers. I had Wendy Rogers was scheduled to be my guest today. We've had been scheduled for two weeks. And then as we were confirming this morning, she said, oh, my goodness, I can't possibly do it. I'm overwhelmed because the audit is supposed to come today. So she said, I can't 
do it. So I'm so pleased that Elaine was able to just jump in. Elaine is amazing. And she went to the Mike Lindell Symposium as well. And we just had such an incredible time. I cannot even tell you. I There are not really words to describe how much we learned at this symposium. Would you say that? Yeah, I I definitely think so. And like you were saying earlier, there's something to be said about gathering of like-minded people all over the country. And I went as a media person. So I was exposed to certain things because of the media. Elaine, you went more as a, how, what, what was your role there? Um, So I actually went there as our audit group in Utah to represent us and to find out more information, to meet other people. Um, And so I was there to help our audit efforts in Utah. And you've done such an amazing job. So the reason you went was really to check out. Is that right? Am I understanding that right? You went to see if we need an audit or to see what kind of evidence they had? Well, everyone was talking about the symposium and what was going to be um, presented and that all these states were going to be there. And they kept asking me, are you going, are you going? I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm not going. But uh, when it came time to go, we were trying to find people who would go and represent Utah. And so I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll go represent Utah. And so we had our little group from Utah. Well, we were very blessed. I called as many legislators as I could and invited them to go. And we had two legislators that did end up going, which was very impressive because Steve Christiansen, Representative Steve Christiansen, he has done so much work and he's doing a bill and he is the head of call in our state calling for a forensic audit in the state of Utah. And he was able to go out and be there on Saturday. So he was able to participate. And then we had Representative Phil Lyman, who is also very much interested and very committed to making sure that we have legitimate, real elections in the state of Utah and across our country. So we're really pleased to have them attend. But I I want to throw a few names out. So I want everyone to get out a piece of paper and a pen or pencil. I'm going to put some names out there because I think it's really important. I'm not asking anyone to believe either one of us, even though we're both honorable people and we would never lie, would we, Elaine? No. (laughs) But we would never expect anyone to just believe us because we said it. I, I do not want people to believe other people. People are human. They're frail. They make mistakes. Um, they can, anyone can make errors, but I think it's really important to do your own due diligence, do your own research, get educated, get, find out what is really happening here. So first of all, I would suggest going to frankspeech.com. Do you want to tell everybody about Frank's speech, Elaine? That is such a great place to get information. Yeah. So at frankspeech.com, I haven't been there in a couple of weeks. You can click on cyber symposium and you can go and watch all the links from them and learn the things that we learned. And exactly. they, they put all the research in such condensed areas that you can then take that and research even further. Exactly. There's so many rabbit holes you can go down, but the information is there and it's available open to the public. So if you want to find out the truth, it is there for you. Now, Elaine created two websites for to make it easier for people, and they're just amazing. So, Elaine, tell us about the websites that you created. 
So we have AuditUtah.org, and from there, you can find out why we need an audit for Utah. The affidavits are there, and it also links to UtahFreedomCoalition.org, which is where the affidavit actually comes from and um, where a bulk of this uh, movement is coming from is UtahFreedomCoalition.org. And um, then Audit50.org, you can go and look for the reasons why we need it in all 50 states. And if you want to look at different states and compare it to Utah, you can look at um, the more in-depth research on the national level that doesn't necessarily all apply to Utah, but actually it does because it's all our election for all Americans. Exactly, which does impact you. And um, Elaine created the AuditUtah.org and so many other states were so impressed with her information and what she had done that she created the Audit50.org to help the other states. So everyone can go in and give their information and every state can have one place to go and really get educated and get informed on what is happening. We're going to take a really quick break and we're going to be back to, to finish discussing our election integrity and fraud. Stay with us. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Loving Liberty Network, and this is the Liberty Mom Show. And I'm your host, Elaine England, and we have Liberty Mom Elaine with us. And we are we were just talking about some of the ways that you can go yourself and get the evidence and get the information so you can be empowered to know what is really going on and to know how serious election integrity or election fraud is for our entire nation. It is not because of our local election judges or election clerks. It is not them that we need to be worried about. It's the entire system. And you can get that information at audit50.org, auditutah.org, frankspeech.com. I was so impressed with some of the amazing people, Colonel Phil Waldron, Chris Krebs, Tina Peters, she's a whistleblower from Colorado, county clerk. She's willing to stand up. Wendy Rogers from Arizona, amazing. They just what what do these people have to gain? Nothing. They have nothing to, at all to gain. They're not gaining anything. They're being just plummeted, and yet they're willing to stand up and speak the truth because they're saying, if we don't stand up for election integrity, we won't have a nation. We're done. So, Elaine, tell us what. What was one of your or some of your takeaways? What do you feel like you really learned at this symposium that's really important? So I think some of the things I really learned is how to um, talk to other people about needing an audit and some of the issues, um, what to show them to research. I've been um, researching in my own spare time for decades about elections. So sometimes it's hard for me to Um, get people to understand how long this has been going on. And I think that um, at the symposium, it was done in such a way that it was started at the very basic level and then it worked up. So you could start to really learn if you're just new, but you still learned a a lot of things if you've been really working on this and really researching and really reading. 
It was amazing. And we didn't just learn it intellectually. We actually got to experience it. And it was incredible. There's so much great information there. And ask questions. We got to ask questions. Yeah, it was amazing. I I don't know how much the audience at home saw, but almost after everything, we could ask questions. And at any point in time, we had people we could go ask questions to. So if we wanted more information about something or want a clarification or just had a question, we could find the answer or someone would find the answer for us. Absolutely. So it really gave us a great perspective. It's not just spewing information and then you don't know if it's true or not. We were absolutely exposed to a chance to vet the information we're given. Now, one of the things that I found most chilling was when we went and did the the, um, mock election. I wasn't even going to do it because I'm like, who cares about a mock mock election? I care about a real election. I I didn't really think that would be that interesting or compelling to me, but that literally made my spine shudder. It, I, I, it freaked me out so bad. What happened there? Do you want to tell about the mock election, Elaine? That was, yeah, I agree. The mock election was amazing. It's one thing to read about it, read Mm -hmm. court cases, read affidavits, read County clerks saying, here's what's happening, but then, then actually go in and watch it and watch how the software can be changed. Watch how the printer can do nefarious things while um, you're watching it yeah you're, you're watching they're watching it no one is near it no one is even close to it it doesn't even make a sound mm-hmm. and yet what that scanner printer did was just blew my mind yeah and and then you know you count the ballots it's different and then they're like wait let's just count the ballots and it's the same and you knew that it didn't come out um, the same because you had counted them prior to it and the number was totally different. And I think that um, even the diagrams, I don't know if you notice when you walk in and you're in line, there's all these diagrams that um, I think DePerno did those, but I can't remember. He is, it's fixit.org or something like that is his website. It is an incredible website to go and learn about the audit and um, all kinds of things for the election. Um And these um, diagrams of our election systems, how they work, how all the little parts inside the system work and the software, what part connects to what, um, what connects to outside influences that are vulnerabilities. And they were just incredible um, that you could just sit and study. And I tried to take good pictures of them. Um, They're not great, but um, it was a lot of information. There was so much information. It was really, it was just amazing. It was overwhelming. So much great information that is verifiable and provable. So it wasn't conjecture. It wasn't people's opinions. There's absolutely verifiable information. So what we really need to do, whether you believe there is election fraud or not, what we want to do is have a forensic audit done in every state because If there's no election fraud in your state, why would we not want to do a forensic audit so we know for certain? Why would we not want to prove it? So, so Elaine, why don't you tell us the difference between an audit and a forensic audit? Because a lot of people are like, well, why don't we just do, do audits? Why do we need a forensic audit? And what is that? So really quick, it's Let's Fix Stuff, L-E-T-S-F-I-X-S-T-U-F-F.org. It is a wealth of information on anything audit. And if you want to find out the difference, they have some really good articles there as well. Um, But the biggest difference is it's multi 
faceted. So a full forensic audit does, does your cyber, your software source code, routers, machines, all of the technology. And then it has another layer where you look at what happened locally, what, you know, like the Sharpies, how did that affect it? Then they look at um, the ballots, the actual ballots. Was the paper right? Was the ballot legal? Can we do a kinematic artifact on it and and know that this is the ballot that was sent to you and um, this is the ballot you filled out? Um, And then the third layer is local bad actors on top of that. So then you have local things that happened um, that we saw all over the TV, you know, not letting you in. So what happened while you weren't in? Um, And then we have canvassing and canvassing goes out and it verifies the voter registration. It verifies who voted and who didn't vote. And it's a really important part of our elections that has been neglected for, I think, many decades. Many decades. And it's very different than a regular audit. It's interesting because we audit every area of our government, except for we don't do a very good um, audit on education, which takes up most of the money. And we don't do a very deep audit on elections. And so this is absolutely paramount because, again, we have no republic. We have no country if we don't make sure our elections are valid and correct. So everyone, please contact your legislators, contact your senators, contact your governor and lieutenant governor and ask them to please perform a forensic audit, get all your friends, put pressure, do the affidavits and get that done. So go to utahaudit.org or audit50.org or letsfixstuff.org. Please go on and do that. It's just absolutely essential. Any parting words, Elaine? Thank you so much. Yeah, I would just say they will tell you we do audits. Risk limiting audits are not real audits. Go look them up. Look at our state regulations. Taking a few ballots out of boxes that are predetermined before the election is not a real audit. It is not. Thank you so much, Elaine. You're wonderful. Thanks so much for being with us. Okay, we are so blessed. We have Nathan Osmond, who is going to, he and his band are going to be performing at We Can Act, um, the, the conference that's coming up. And so, Nathan, welcome. Well, thank you very much. It's good to be here with you. How y'all doing? We're doing fantastic. We're so happy to have you with us. So I'm excited to be here. We're here at a conference. I'm going to be getting up on the stage in just a few minutes. But I tell you, October 22nd and 23rd, WeCanAct.net. Come on. That's where, that's where the act is going to be. It's going that to be so is. exciting. Well, we're so lucky. I don't know how we scored to get you to come and perform, but we're oh, very, I'm, I'm very, very blessed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you're worth every penny I'm, of it. I am excited to be part of this because if we don't speak up, who will? You know, the Osmonds are dyed in the wool, true blue through and through Americanos. You know, we're here to, uh, to support the Constitution, our founding fathers. I'm going to share some history. I'm going to sing some songs. We're going to get people just crying red, white, and blue as they're walking out of there. It's just going to be powerful. So we're excited. I want to tell all my friends, I've been tweeting about it. I've been inviting all my friends and fans to come on out on October 22nd and 23rd. I mean, I mean General Flynn's going to be, got over 40 speakers this is going to be amazing, but I, I love my, my country. I wrote a song with Senator Hatch once called I Love America, and uh, I, I think that's my theme song because you come in my office. It's red, white, and blue everywhere you look, but uh, I want to say thanks to all those that have helped organize this. What a great team of people that have cared about our country. They're willing to just put their, their lives on the line even. if it, that, That's what it takes you know, to, to stand up for what our patriot founding fathers stood up for. You know, we have to follow suit. It's not comfortable. And guess what? It wasn't comfortable for them. 
And some people say you're crazy to put your name on something like this because that's like, you know, if people don't agree with you in Hollywood, you're done. So what? You know what? I care more about my country than anything else. And you guys, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's tuning in. I hope to see everybody there October 22nd, 23rd. God bless America. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you. Welcome back. You are listening to the Loving Liberty Network. This is the Liberty Mom Show. I'm your host, Delane England, and we're so happy to have you join us. And we have amazing uh, Liberty Mom, Elaine Moore, joining us. Elaine and I both went back to the Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium to learn about if how our elections are going and if there is election fraud. I can't even tell you how much I learned. It was incredible and experienced. And so we're going to just share a minute, take a minute and share about a mock election that happened. So they, they have purchased the exact same scanner that most of the states use for their scanning to count the mail-in ballots. And then they also have the same computer that they use. And so it was a chance to see now it wasn't the same election, but it was the same equipment that they use. So when we went in there, they had all of us vote. And so we took a tally, right, Elaine? And then they they counted it. Mm-hmm. We counted the, the ballots. So we watched, we watched everybody vote. And then we, we watched them literally count the ballots. And then they fed the ballots into the scanner. And what did the scanner say, Elaine? Yeah, so they fed the ballots into the scanner and it came out with what we had originally until they ran it through the computer (laughs) and then it went into the computer and they said, okay, let's see what the ballots are. And then they actually let somebody try to hack it. So we had just a a participant there and we had, when I did, when I did it, there was a, a lady from Utah. She is no cyber geek at all, but she is very smart. So they said, does anybody want to try to hack this system? And she's like, you know, I'll give it a shot. So she, it took her less than three minutes to hack the system, a system she's never seen, a system she does not have access to that she's never, ever seen before. It took a public, just a private citizen, less than three minutes to hack the system. And what she did is she added four votes. She added four votes on there. And here is the total freakish part. Once she added those, now when she added them, they showed up on the computer. So you're like, okay, she added them. And so now it says there's 14. But we knew there were only 10 ballots. And we knew there were only 10 ballots put in to the scanner. But then after the computer said there were 14, then, and no one was, everyone calculated it. They had to calculate Yes. And everyone needs to know that no one was near the, the scanner. No one was near it. We were all standing there, tons of us, and we were watching. No one was standing near it and nobody got close to it. And you never heard the scanner make a noise. So you're not thinking, oh, the scanner's thinking or it's doing something. And then the person went back and hand counted 
the votes, the ballots. And how many ballots were there? 14. And we had just witnessed five minutes earlier, we counted and there were 10. It matched the computer. Then she hacks in. She puts 14 in. And then all of a sudden, there are 14 ballots. So this isn't just a scanner. This piece of equipment is also a printer. And it printed four ballots to match what the computer, what had been hacked into the computer that had been made. So that let me made realize how deep this problem goes and how serious and how really hard it is to crack it and to prove because you've got the computer matching the hand-counted ballots. So my question is, why does the scanner have printing capabilities? It's supposed to count. That's all it's supposed to do is count the ballots. Why do we have scanners that can also print a ballot? Yeah, that's a good question. And they, um, for those who are unfamiliar with the election system, um, for Dominion, you have your optical scanner, which is also a printer. And then you have your election management system. Your election management system has all the hardware, the software, the source code that calculates and um, runs all of the machines and takes all of the information from the machines. That one is connected to the Internet. Or they say not internet, it might be connected to a LAN that goes to all the government offices, which once you're in the LAN, it then goes to the internet. And so on the ESNS machines, they do have some printers that are not scanners, but they also have the same capabilities um, throughout all of the election systems. So even though they say no um, internet on the machines, they could be correct. There might not be any internet connection into the machines. It might be wireless through the cards. And it also might just be in the election management system. We only messed with the election management system and it completely changed the election. Exactly. Very, very good points, Elaine. And I have to ask when my phone, my cell phone can be turned off, not attached to mobile data or Wi-Fi, and it can be turned off and yet people can still track me and know where I am. That brings into question, is it possible that these computers, even if they're quote unquote not connected to the internet, what can still happen to them? Yeah. I mean, there's so many vulnerabilities and all through the symposium, it was like every time you thought, okay, there's a lot of vulnerabilities, we would find out more and then we'd find out more and then we'd find out more. There are so many ways which they can hack into systems, not directly, indirectly and get through it. Even thermostats, they were um, hacking into the election management um through in Georgia, through the thermostats. So, and that was actually recorded and documented. So I don't know. There are just so many different ways. Um, security cameras. We learned that you could hack in through security cameras. You can hack in through door readers um, because those election county election systems, if you've ever toured them in Utah, they have a door reader. You have to have a code to get in. They're very secure. They were able to hack into the election um, management through that. So there are just so many ways that you can go into the election systems. And I don't remember who spoke, but the RFDI chips, which I didn't know anything about, they explained to us how that's a vulnerability as well. Absolutely. So as, as you well said, Elaine, there are so many vulnerabilities. And what we absolutely must 
must demand in every single state is we must have forensic audit. If everything's on the up and up, there's nothing to hide, nothing to worry about, then you do a forensic audit to prove that everything is good. Every business, I'm a business owner, we always do audits. Any business that's very big has a third party come in and do an audit on their company. This is the most important beautiful principle that we have is the ability to not only vote, but to have our votes count accurately. And um, otherwise we have what Lenin said, let everyone vote because what matters isn't who votes. What matters is who counts the vote. So this is essential. We cannot let them tell us that we've got it. Okay. The county clerks, cities, municipals, precincts, don't worry about it. The county's got it. That's how it's done in Utah. Don't worry about it. Now they're wanting the state to take care of it. Um, And then you even hear talk about the federal government. Well, even going back to canvassing, it used to be the people's responsibility to watch over our elections. And now they're saying, we've got it. Don't worry about it. Do we really want a few people um, to handle our elections. We saw what it can do. Um, we need to be more involved. We need to take back our elections and we need to make sure that our votes are counted and that the process is correct and that it's um, clean, it's, it has yeah. integrity, and that it's honest and fair. Okay, so Elaine, one thing that we can do is we are doing these canvassing. So tell us how we do the canvassing, who we get in touch with, and how we can actually participate by doing this canvassing, what we're doing. Yeah, so if you want to help with the Utah Canvas, you go to um, useip.org and you click get involved and you tell them you want to get involved and um, they will get their information from them to us here in Utah and um, we will sign up to the Canvas. It's really important that we do the Canvas through this through our organization for us because we need a legal chain of custody. We're not going out and just knocking on doors. We have a lot that goes into it. It needs to be a legal chain of custody. We need to um, be nonpartisan and there are specific things we need to learn. Yes. And we need to make sure it's absolutely valid and up and up because otherwise it won't, we'll do all that labor, all that work, and it won't do any good because it has to be done properly. It must be done the legal way. So you need to go to useip.org And there you can sign up to learn how and get connected and do the canvassing, which is basically going out nonpartisanly. It's not about an election. It's not about a certain result. It's about checking to make sure our election system works. So you go to useip.org and sign up to do canvassing. And we need everyone. We really need everyone to get involved. If you care about our country, if you care about freedom, if you care about elections, we need you to do that. And it's all over Utah. We have groups in many, many counties. So don't think that you're too small or too remote. Thank you so much. Remember, you are the guardian of our liberty. Thank you. 